0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Dan Drake, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast.
1: Man, I missed you guys. Thank you for for having us out here in this crazy time.
0: Dude, so. it is nuts. I mean, I'm by myself for the second recording this week, which is doesn't happen often, but it's nice not having to look at Steve the whole time.
1: Can you carry a whole show by yourself, do you think? I think that puts a lot of pressure on me, actually.
0: Hey, I'm not trying to brag, but one of our most <laughs> downloaded ones is just me and, and a guest, so I don't know what that says. <laughs> that's awesome. It's probably just luck. It was good oh, topics, that's it. Yeah, that's it.
1: That's it, for sure.
0: So, man, everybody's staying safe out your direction?
1: You know, we are. They just locked us down and announced yesterday, so tomorrow's our first day of a month lockdown. So I've been busy with my team and employees trying to figure out how we're going to manage this world. So,
0: yeah. yeah, crazy times, crazy, crazy times. We. I'm still working, but things are just hectic. It's, uh, it's a serious thing, um, and not, maybe not necessarily for us being healthy and I, i'm not gonna act like i'm an expert but i'm not at all i don't know what the hell i'm talking about i'm it's bro science i heard this from somebody else that told me this you know what i mean so um but it's real i mean people can get sick and it can get real bad which is yeah. what leads us into you coming on the podcast during this crazy time because it's pretty fitting actually
1: yeah you know it's uh It's funny. I I was looked at a person today, and I always say we live in interesting times these last few months. But um, we do, and it's going to make us wise old men. You know, I remember I used to sit around with my grandpa. You know, he born in nineteen ten, so nineteen thirty was a real influential time in his life, and he used to say, "Dan." You keep this farmland because someday you're going to want to grow a garden. I'm like, <laughs> Grandpa, we buy our food at the grocery store, you know.
0: Right, right. And
1: and I cannot tell you how glad I am to have three freezers full of meat, and no and know that if I need to go out and kill a deer, uh, or or buy a cow from from a neighbor, that that I can clean it up and feed my family.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's a uh, comforting times for <laughs> outdoor people. Yeah. So there's a joke going around at work, me and a couple of guys are like, Man, everybody else is gonna be hungry if, if if shit hits the fan and Kurt's gonna be all fat eating ribs. I'm like, ah well, Right. Comes in handy, so, man.
1: <laughs> so there was a rumor. Bush light is your deal, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We we'll okay. have to change it all though. Right. They won't give us well, any attention.
1: Well, there's a rumor they shut down the, the line up there and the price of Bush Light. Is going through the roof is about ready to be hoarded. Have you heard about that?
0: <laughs> uh, I have not heard about that yet. You I, got, not about, well, I got enough in the saying. studio right now.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> but I know you guys, you guys are gonna have like six cases rolling around. You're like, in fact, I saw a meme this week. It was like, well, here I am, third time this week, going to the grocery store going to the liquor store to buy <laughs> booze for the next three weeks.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's exactly. You it. guys
1: could have six cases sitting around there and tomorrow you're just like, Oh my god, where'd it go?
0: I know. I've been preaching we need a bush light sponsor forever and now I'm kinda oh thinking I'm god. like, maybe we just need a uh we need a Casey's sponsor and that way mm-hmm. like, we can just funnel our bush light through Casey's and they got pizza too, so we win twice. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> well, awesome. We're safe right now. We'll see what happens. Well, I'll I'll let you know if the Bush Light fund gets a little low. Deal. Deal. <laughs> I'm glad to help with that. So, man, well, let's we'll, we'll talk about how Ozone. Do you want to start
1: this deal. Okay. Dump, we, jump we want right into it. Talk about Hunters or Ozone first. Let's talk
0: Ozone first.
1: Okay, let's do that. So, um It's funny. I looked at a guy today and I went, you know what? I feel like I've spent 10 years of my life preparing for this moment. (laughs) And and I'm being serious because, um, you know, we I love what we do for hunters and ozone and and stuff. But but just the last like last year, I got to work on a project with some firemen and um, preventing cancer. and, And now I sit here today and I've got. 10 years of experience
0: Mm -hmm.
1: using ozone to kill bacteria, which, by the way, it kills flu and virus.
0: That's crazy. You know,
1: and I've been working with NASA experts this whole time and testing stuff. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you kind of step up and you go. Golly, maybe this is, maybe this was God's plan, or maybe you're here for some reason, or, mm-hmm. and and there's a lot to do. So I am super tired every night. I think I told you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I think I went to bed last night six fifteen. I was so tired from the day. So well, we were supposed to uh, record
0: this podcast a week yeah, ago, and you're just like, yeah, I'm exhausted. We got to do it next I week. And do it. That's fair. So. so I know you do this on every podcast. We ask you to do it because there's new listeners or it's it's good yeah. to hear it again. But, and I'm but it's
1: appropriate. To, it is appropriate. To tell you how it started. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I, I know this episode, because of the situation we're in with the virus, I know there's going to be people maybe outside of the hunting industry tuning in that are like, ozone, yeah. what the heck? How's that work? So if you could just like start from level one and then we can just work our way into it.
1: Uh, absolutely. Let me just back up to where we kind of came from and how I got involved in it. So in like 2011, I had a CFO whose son who ran across an AstroTurf football field. He had a wound on his shoulder, fell down. The wound got infected with staph from the turf field. And at that point in time, he convinced me that we could kill all bacteria that set on AstroTurf football fields. With ozone and, and then we went out and we hired a NASA scientist who'd done the International Space Station, their water system in ozone, and we created a turf sprayer at that point in time to kill the bacteria on the field. So we started out doing testing on pneumonia and staph and flu in turf fields. And, and that, so that is the root of it. And I'll go to the science here in a second, but mm-hmm. that's the root of it. And it's kind of like it's circled back around times 10, you know. And then, you know, my, my business is more consumer products. And we figured out, you know, after I'd visited the 50 factories around the world and, and shipped the stuff back, and I'm a hunter, that if we put, put gear in a container, we could kill bacteria, which is really scent what we we're trying to do a hundred percent so that's why you can you know lay five yards from a deer down it can't smell you or yeah. or, or dogs can't smell what's in a bag and, and all this stuff but ozone kind of to back up and i'll do a simple version of it and not a lot of chemistry but um ozone is the o3 molecule and oxygen is o2 um and ozone quickly becomes oxygen again, which was why it was great for the turf fields and no residue. But um, during a lightning storm, electrical storm, that fresh smell you have after a rainstorm mm-hmm. is lightning blowing apart oxygen molecules or O2s, making O1s. They form back up with other O2s to become O3 or ozone. They're unstable, and they go out and they attack bacteria. And they really blow apart bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they don't find any, they become oxygen again after 25 or 30 minutes or so, depending on the conditions. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what we've got. So if we can put ozone in a container, it will kill bacteria, flu and virus at certain rates, depending on concentration and size and room size and, right. and all those things. So, um, Luckily, because we've been working on this 10 years, not just in hunting or sports or military or, or fire, mm-hmm. but taking all of that together to put ourselves where we are today. So,
0: right. That's a very cool beginning story to yeah. how, like, to where it's gone to me having a device that pumps out ozone for my hunting clothes, like making yep. it portable and convenient and at the ready when I need it. So it's kind of cool to see it go from that to me having it in my truck all the time.
1: Yep. So, you know, a lot of people in the hunting industry and sports industry, so our brand names generally have been Scent Crusher, which is our hunting products, and Odor Crusher, which is killing all the sneaky stuff, hockey, football, soccer. Uh, We have a military tactical line for body armor, gloves, boots, um, and then a a bigger – um, side for first responders, such as really some specialized products that are about ready right to roll out. But with the products that we have today, people can protect their families, their coworkers, and themselves um, with what we've got. And we've kind of come up with a, a two-phase piece of that.
0: Yeah. So, so let me let me touch on this quick for people that before we yeah. go any further. I use ozone legitimately every day. Like I use a scent crusher product every day and that might sound like BS. And I'm just saying it for the show, whatever, but literally as we're recording the next room is our what I call our studio bathroom. And my wife yep. just cleaned cloth. We cloth diaper our daughter and my yep. wife just got done spraying dirty diapers. First thing we do when we're done doing that Stop
1: on that room clean, turn right. on
0: the room clean, shut the bathroom door and let it run a 30 minute cycle. And it's, yeah. And that's the bathroom that we let like our guests use and stuff, in it it stinks up the whole place. And it really it just it eliminates that odor. So if that yeah. stuff can work, it's cleaned the smell of cat pee off some of my hunting packs that I had out sitting in the garage before. So it, the stuff is legit. I really do believe in it. Um, I use it on my hunting clothes. I've had success. I almost never get busted by deer anymore. It, it really has been kind of a game changer in how I do hunting. And like home odors, especially. I have two room cleans and I run them in all over the house. It's, it's been great.
1: (laughs) Yep. Well, you know, it's, it really is remarkable and it's been used a lot in industrial settings. So almost all bottled water you get is ozonated. Lots of food products are. That's the last thing they do to kill bacteria. So Tyson chicken, as it runs off a line, last thing they do is spray it with ozone. It allows you to have fresh chicken that mm. is 20 days old instead of three days old.
0: I didn't because know it's, that. Killed,
1: it's killed every little microbe of bacteria that sits there, so there's oh, nothing wow. to start with it. Um, it's used a lot in hospitals today as that final cleaning agent, a surgery room. So it's been used industrially for a long time.
0: Right. Um, I feel that you guys are responsible for the everyday consumer kind of knowing a little more about it, especially in the hunting community.
1: You know, I feel like we are, too. There's there's a big learning curve to do it, and we've spent a lot of energy and effort. And uh, I think in the hunting community, you know, people get it. We were named the best new product in 2015 and 2016, and it's because it works.
0: Yeah, and we've we've worked together since 2016 with the podcast, so we've been around for a lot of the scent crusher days. So I appreciate that. Um, for, for someone listening that either hunts and doesn't have an ozone generating product or someone outside Mm -hmm. of the industry that just wants to get a product to sterilize their house or their office or wherever they have to be during this crazy time, what would you recommend and why?
1: Yep. So working with our experts and seeing the need as it's kind of developed really over the last three weeks, six weeks, Um, It's really a two-phase protocol that we call for. Mm -hmm. So every one of our our um, closets, lockers, um, bags comes with an ozone generator. With that ozone generator, you can do a couple things. The first thing being when you walk in your house, your place of business, wherever you've been, what I do is I strip off kind of my outer layer. So the jacket I've had, my hat, my keys – my cell phone, which has collected bacteria. The shoes that have walked across a hard surface all day long, and maybe somebody coughed in front of me six hours before, mm-hmm. but I walked on it. I take those off. I put them in our closet. I run it for 15 or 30 minutes. It You cannot run it too long, so don't think you can overdo
0: this. Yeah, right.
1: Okay? So it's, it's – it, it, the more sanitation, the better. And again, it's nothing harmful. There's no residue. You're just comes back to oxygen when you open the, right. open the deal. So the first thing we do, and I've got a little checkoff sheet. I'm kind of anal, but I walk in the door. I strip my stuff. I put it in there again, including all that stuff you don't, you know, the purse, the jacket, any of those things that sit there that somebody may have. Yeah. You throw, you throw it in there. And you sanitize it. I go over and I write down the time I did it and what I did, and then I check off I wash my hands to remind me to wash my hands before I go in my house. And now you've known that you have now kept the bad stuff outside your house or your office or wherever you are.
0: Right, right. and,
1: And your house is now sanitized or safe. So. Um, I that's kind of the first protocol. You, you take your bag, your closet, whatever it is with that ozone generator, and treat your stuff. And then the second phase of the protocol is, okay, now I have this generator – How do I disinfect the rooms that I live in Right stuff where maybe somebody walked in before, you know, or whatever. Somebody was over. Somebody forgot to do the protocol or you just want to clean it out and start fresh. So that's my thoughts having the guys
0: over for the podcast this week.
1: Right. So you take the generator out of the bag and you can put it in a 10 by 10, 10 by 15 room and run it for 30 minutes or an hour. Um, and it will sanitize that room, but it's better than that. So, so think about you know the protocol. I won't say protocol, but what people do today is how do I clean stuff, right? So I mop the floor, I take the Lysol, the the Clorox, whatever. I spray on the counter, I wipe it off. That's great, unless you missed a place on the counter, unless you miss the underside of the chair, the underside of the counter, right. the wall, like you. Mm. You physically can't hit every corner, crevice, crack.
0: Yeah, every day.
1: Yeah, every day. Ozone is really kind of – it's almost the best of both worlds. It's a set it and forget it, and you're sanitizing every crack, every crevice without any work at all. Right, right. To an effectiveness rate that, that should be higher. And again, I don't want to say – and I'm not at all saying we kill COVID-19, okay? Right. Uh, what we know is we kill f- – Bacteria, flu, and virus at some rates and some deals. We have research papers and, and proof that um, uh, ozone has been used to kill SARS, H1N1, H5N1, which are bird and swine flu mm-hmm. epidemics from before that have DNA that are 80% compatible to um, COVID-19.
0: Yeah, so, so, yeah, you
1: can't say so what that. What we know is ozone has worked on past stuff in certain settings in right concentrations.
0: Right, right. Okay.
1: I've had my scientists and stuff do work. We, I won't say we have done enough work to know that it, that generator in a small room, we think can be effective against flu and virus. I can't tell you about COVID, but um, it makes sense that it could work.
0: Well, right now, everybody, like at my workplace, I'm still going to work every day, and we have people, like what you said, they're trying to wipe everything down, and I actually suggested Scent Crusher products, (laughs) ozone (laughs) products to uh, my workplace, so I'm hoping they... Or have a little bit, like, you know, come at it with an open mind and see why I brought it to them. Um, So I think tomorrow what I'm going to do, which I'm an idiot for not doing this before, Dan, you can call me out, but I'm taking my room clean to work tomorrow for my office and I'm going to run it. And then that way I can show them directly, like what it is and how it works and all that. So.
1: So, so let me separate this. So I've been talking about the generators that, that sit in your bag or your closet. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the room cleaners that we've talked about tonight, as well as the unit that sits in your car, the ozone yeah. go. Yep. Those, you, and, and again, you, um and people read on the, the internet, ozone's bad for you, blah, blah, blah.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Well, It isn't irritant to your lungs if you breathe it in. So you have to vacate a room when you do this okay mm-hmm. close the doors seal it up let it happen come back open a window let it air, air out for 15 minutes so you what you should do is you should use the ozone generator in a in your bedroom take it to your next bedroom take it to your kitchen air it out you know as as you go from room to room and then now you know you're safe right so um, they need to be in closed environments you can't be there the ozone go and the room clean Use too little, too small amounts of ozone to be effective against any flu or virus.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Yep, yep. So, and think about it. We can be in the room with the room clean and the uh, ozone go. Yeah. You don't have any issues at all. You know, it kills the smell that sits there. Maybe you can smell ozone, but, but you know, if you get a big whiff of ozone, it's different out of the bag than. Than it would be with the car room cleaner. Yeah, so, for sure.
0: You can smell yeah, the difference in intensity.
1: Right. And, and I don't want to go into it, but essentially, the, you know, you're, I'm trying to think five, you're 25 times more powerful with your bag than you are with the one that goes in the car.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. If it that gives makes a lot of sense. sense of,
1: of where it is. Um, I will tell you though, working, our room
0: clean does works overtime dan in the studio oh. because after we record when all the guys are in here and steve farts the entire time yeah. that thing is just working overtime and i'm waiting for it to yeah. tap out and it just hasn't <laughs> yet
1: <laughs> you know the great thing about i mean ozone is almost like the perfect thing it kills the virus you generate <laughs> ozone with electricity and you have no maintenance on it
0: right yeah, it's yeah. like
1: the perfect thing absolutely
0: it actually is. I feel that when I describe to someone that either a hunter that hasn't had the experience with ozone products yet or someone that doesn't hunt, they're like, what? Like you put it in a bag and you like what? It's hard for them to kind of get it at first. Right. Um, yeah. But it, it just was kind of an, how don't know, We talked about this on previous podcasts that you're on. I think at first everyone thought it was like witchcraft. <laughs> it's like, right. guys, this is, it's science. Like it's, it can't really be BS because of what it's doing. Um, but I mean, man, I didn't know that though, about the, the room clean and the, and the, uh, ozone go.
1: Yeah. And I want to be really clear about that because I think because we call it the room clean and that was its name from three years ago, I don't (laughs) want people to think it's the room clean in today's craziness.
0: Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of those, you know, even if you're not a hunter to get a gear bag with that, that unit attached to it, it goes off the side of it. And then there's a tube that runs inside that. Yeah. Cleans up your clothes for you. Um, so you're saying you get the bag with that so you can double down if you go to the gym, put your gym clothes or hunting clothes or whatever in there?
1: The great thing is, you're not just buying this for today's craziness, it becomes a hunting bag, it becomes a gym bag. It becomes a place where you put your 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 dirty shoes, your stinky sandals, you know the jacket that you wore out to the cigar bar that you can't, <laughs> you know, clean. Whatever it is, you know, right. going there and clean stuff after this whole deal,
0: right? We're and sure. this
1: and this isn't about my products, but to put it in perspective, the gear bag is two hundred dollars, and the closet's three hundred. You know, yeah, and. Here's another place you sh- that, that we use it is it should run in your car 30 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. So we're sanitizing our hands and doing that stuff too, but sometimes you this or whatever. You ought to just you know, put it in your truck, run the gear bag unit to, um, for 30 minutes to kill the stuff that sits in there too.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I've done that yeah. with uh, especially just uh, set it for, I mean, because there's a timer on it. So if people don't get yeah. that, you know, there's a button you can select um, how long you want it to run. It's got a digital readout that tells you like the countdown on it. Um, and I've done that a lot of times, you know, run a cycle on my clothes. If I don't feel that they're that smelly. And then a lot of times I'll, I'll crack the zipper just a little bit, just, uh, kind of double down on the truck a little bit too. So yeah, I don't know if you like hearing that, but it's little, little hacks.
1: (laughs) No, it's, I mean, it's
0: yeah. I know
1: people have done it, you know, they buy used cars that are really stuff. And, and what we do, you know, Virus, but but you talked about how people didn't really know this was real until they finally sit a whole season and be exposed to their deer, airflow. Deer. But what we do um, for our demos with virus and stuff is we take a shirt in skunk sand and one in smoke, <laughs> throw it in our bag for twenty minutes while we have a meeting and pull it out.
0: That you is know, awesome. They can
1: smell the difference, and it's not <laughs> for breeze. You're not masking it. You're actually blowing apart the the bacteria and and making you know oxygen out of it yeah so.
0: yeah that's awesome i mean that makes a statement man i'm telling you i know i told you the story i've told it on the podcast and i left that hunting pack in the garage and i had a straight where i used to live there's like stray cats everywhere i call them the hood cats yeah. and they would sneak in the garage if i had the garage door open <laughs> and one peed on is actually my wife's badlands pack and we were Jeez. we were deer hunting in the ground blind and i'm like Ah, I keep smelling cat piss and I'm like oh my god we left that 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 pack on the ground in the garage so I threw it into the gear bag and ran I ran two cycles on it and it's good and I could not believe it because if you know that smell you just it just stings the nostrils
1: (laughs) and and I can I could go on for years but you know Roger Raglan told me they left a dove and a vest for Six
0: weeks. Oh, no. Same,
1: same <laughs> deal. Pulled it out. It was good. You know, the proof is in the hockey year, that's probably the worst stuff known to mankind. We treat that stuff every day with no problem. Because we're killing bacteria that sits there. But
0: That is cool, man. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys I, that have, like, I used to ride BMX. Like, you know how hard it is to, like, clean a helmet, you know, with all the right. sweaty padding. Yeah. Or guys that have camera gear that are either out in the mm-hmm. woods filming or filming for another project. You can't wash your camera. So you can put it into your closet on one of the racks there. So there's tons. I mean, we go on and on and on. You can use it for damn near anything.
1: Let me tell you what is a little concerning is first responders today, God bless their souls, they are sitting there in the middle of these ERs and, and doing stuff, doctors and nurses. and But they've got a shortage of supplies, and we're starting to see it out there. These N95 masks, which are kind of the three-micron masks, yeah. well – um, I've probably taken 10 phone calls the last two days. Hey, we don't have enough mass. It's nuts. Because we're supposed to be disposing them every time. Can we clean them in your bag?
0: Oh, and and,
1: and because they're like, Oh my God, can we find a protocol to clean them in your bag so that we can use them three times or five times instead of one time? Because we literally don't have enough mass. So
0: that's a good call.
1: Um, So anyway, I've I've talked to a lot of people about that and, again, said we can't kill COVID with it that we know yet, but um, we know it should work for flu and virus. So what they've been doing is they've been assigning the mask to one person, saying, here's your mask, run it as long as you want, and then change it out. Um, And it will – and Ozone, one of the – Negative effects is it'll break down cheap elastic or rubber. Yeah. So they have, they have seen it with that, with that mask. They've either got a tie a little knot on it and back or restaple it so it's tight, but it allows them to be safe to know they're not going to run out of mask and end up with a bandana at the end of the week.
0: Right, right. You well, know, I mean, if you can get five pieces out of
1: Georgia, it instead of one, then it's a home run. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's something I never thought about. You know, it makes perfect sense, but. I, I kind of feel like a shame on me for being a dude that's been an advocate for using ozone and to not think of that solution for mm-hmm. like medical supplies or, you know what I mean? Like I should have had this thing run in my office anyway yeah. at work, you know, you know, virus or not that's going around. It's a smart thing to do or, you know, but I don't know. It's just kind of eye opening there. So is this something that's catching on more and more right now in the medical field or you just feel that like people are like, Oh, I should I never thought of that.
1: People get it. They're starting to understand it. Obviously that's not our specialty. I will tell you that the reason I'm exhausted every day is I am working so hard with, with first responders and people in the medical field. And so this isn't a one-off, this is me living it every day for the last six or eight weeks and we think we are really close to providing a solution to them. Um, so I've been working super hard. There's such a demand for it. Luckily, some gates have been opened up because it doesn't have to, you know, you're, you're not going through all the crazy testing and things that are going on there. Yeah. That if this works, you know, and you can prove it. So, um, you know, I'm excited to be able to help people, and I, and I hope we can, uh, and, and be able soon to say it kills COVID 19, um, right, right. for people. So,
0: I mean, yeah, that'd be amazing to know. be able to confirm that, you know, but I mean, mm-hmm. you, even if you can't say that, it's also like, if it's, why not? Why not run it anyway? Because, it, what's mean, your downside, right? Right. I mean, if yeah. you didn't do it, you'd be like, shit, I should have should have listened. But, you know, if you do it and it's killing germs and killing bacteria and, you know what I mean, it's you I yeah. think you'd be good. Um I feel a little guilty that I haven't been running it to the extent that I could have been the entire time, to be honest. Yeah. So, man, well, that's it, it's eye-opening, man. Things, uh, you know, situations like this kind of shock shock the world a little bit. So, if there's a, something like this that can, you know, help somebody in the medical field get five uses out of a mask that they would have thrown away right after the use. I mean, man, that's game changing. That's a big, big deal. Yeah. I feel like that should be made a bigger deal than what we're making. I feel like more people need to know about this.
1: They they do. I, I want to do it in the right way. Right. And uh we've got professionals that I deal with every day and staff and research and stuff we're doing and I'm I'm trying to do it the right way, but at the same time I want people to know the stuff that sits in front of them today can help in some form or fashion. Right. For where we are. I can't tell you it kill COVID at all. But I believe that it will help kill bacteria, flu, and virus. So use it. Right. You know, for for not very much money, a couple hundred bucks. You know, I mean, people probably bought that much toilet paper last week. (laughs) No
0: kidding, or beer. (laughs) You know what I
1: mean? Like. I am so mad every time I pick up old toilet paper now, I'm gonna have the same crappy toilet paper for the next two years.
0: That's, I try know? to poop at work as much as possible.
1: <laughs> well, it's awful.
0: It's awful. Well, that's the thing, I got lucky and got, I actually needed toilet paper and I felt guilty, you know what I mean? I went in there to Me buy too. toilet paper, I'm yep. like, ah, oh, I'm not, I swear, oh. I need it.
1: <laughs> so, so I bought whatever, the Crave 4872 roll deal for 25 bucks and I went, fuck, I guess, you know, and I'm like a single guy, huh? <laughs> right. Well, my kids come over. With something. Maybe I should have two of these. But, you know, so now I got like two and a half years of toilet paper.
0: Well, I walked in. I just got lucky. I walked into Walmart last week before Illinois was like shut down, and they yeah. were unloading the toilet paper and put it on the shelf. And there's people like just rushing up there as the employees were putting it on the shelf. They were like flying off, and everyone's trying to like get their cart in there. Well, when I go to Walmart by myself, I'm just like a dude that just got off work and my like technician outfit you know yeah. so i'm just walking through like case of beer in one hand at walmart and i just walk up and grab toilet paper because i didn't have a cart but i'm just tattooed yeah. enough that nobody's gonna say anything to me so i just <laughs> i grabbed a thing of toilet paper and then i went to the ammunition counter and bought a box of 22 250 <laughs> and left
1: okay so he's got he got a case of bush a 42 pack of toilet paper and three thousand yeah. rounds <laughs>
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) And no one's going to say a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's the game plan. Get your beer, get your ammunition, go get your toilet paper. Oh my God. Little life hack for you from a tattooed, uh, blue collar guy.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? It, uh, we talked about this earlier, but it, it feels good to have food in the freezer, to, to know to go out, how to hunt it, and, uh, you know, the opportunity to, um, Maybe introduce some people into what's going on, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a perfect time to get, I mean, right now everyone's minds are open now a little more to second right. amendment, to hunting, to fishing, to anything outdoors, because what happens when society takes a shit on you? That's what you yeah. got. That's where you got to go. It's your only place to go. Uh,
1: you know, it hasn't happened yet, but I think it will. I probably should post to my field staff so they know. I think there's going to be a run on seeds. I oh, think yeah. so many people are going to plant gardens this year, yeah. because well, we don't know, and it's a little extra, and you know, it's kind of the crunchy right thing to do. And by the way, I am bored as hell at home. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I can figure out how to dig up this hole and and make it a garden yeah. this weekend because I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> um, so I think there's an opportunity to take the everyday person. That that wants to be outside. That by the way needs to be outside now that their right. kids are home and they're looking for things to do. To say, hey, you know what? Go out in the woods with me. You right. know, right. watch the sunrise, listen to the birds, listen to the turkeys gobble. If you don't want to hunt, that's fine. But if you want to hunt, I'm happy to teach you how to do it and what for goes sure. on. But being in a turkey field with the turkeys gobbling and the sun, is such a special experience yeah. to be able to to take that for the hunters that sit out there day and share it with their next door neighbor that may not be a hunter and their son who by the way never had time to even talk to you across the street before but now now they've got weeks on end of doing nothing right, right. Um, to do that you know and so turkey hunting
0: is a great segue oh, to get into more types of hunting because. You're interactive with the animals. You can they you call, they call back. You you know what I mean? They're pretty. It's warm.
1: It, it's not painful. It's
0: warm when you're sitting out there. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Illinois, you can only hunt till one o'clock too, oh. so they cut you short. So it's yeah. kind of one of those things. You're not going to wear like a new hunter out. I mean, because some of that stuff can be a little overwhelming or exhausting if you're not used to sitting. Absolutely. Um. So yep. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I would love to be able to hunt all day in Illinois for for birds, but. It also, it can play in your favor if you think about it to get someone new into it. Um, which is, it's a, it's a good thing.
1: Yep. And I've taken on myself. The other thing is, you know, I'm sharing venison with the next door neighbor.
0: Yeah. Because
1: they need it or they're out of it. But guess what? You know what? Try this ground venison and have spaghetti tonight. Yeah. Or whatever you want to make. Um, oh my God, it was okay, wasn't it? You know what? Maybe. And I think there's enough. Even outside of us hunters, understand how special it is to have organic meat. I think there's enough movement outside the world yeah. to go. We should be organic. So if somebody, because I'm buying organic at Whole Foods, if somebody would actually give me a piece of organic meat which they've never even had from Whole Foods, you can't even get it, right? Yeah. To go. Oh my God! You know what? This is good. Yeah. So I think we have an obligation as hunters to introduce new people in this time frame that that may be more open to it than not. Um, and sure. we need those people on our side in the future anyway.
0: For sure. Definitely. You know, yeah. like once you said, you know, people that never have it but ask for it. My, one of my best friends lives in in the city, Columbus. And not that Columbus, Ohio is like a big, big city, mm-hmm. but he's a city boy. He'll tell you he's a city yep. boy. Um, he's on the verge of like wanting to jump into hunting. I'm just – he He always we have the conversation often, and I'm like, "Dude, yep. when you're ready to jump, let me know like I will you can hunt Illinois with me. I'll come out there to Ohio help you, but I've given him meat over the years because he wants legitimate organic meat that it hasn't been through a, a Tyson packing plant somewhere, mm-hmm. and he just wants that good organic meat. And, and it's all that my family eats. They like, you know, I, when we get done yeah. with this podcast, I'm going to eat a venison roast, a white tail venison roast that I killed last yep. season. Um, that's a normal thing for, for guys like you and I. Um, and most of our listeners on the podcast, um, it, it's just a different, man, it's just such a refreshing type of feeling to have. I, I mean, if I wanted to, I got two years worth of meat in my freezer and that's all we eat and we, I mean, I'll eat it down because it's all I eat. I'll be ready for more meat next season. But it's nice to have that stock up that if I have to make it last, I can. Um, but we we eat the hell out of it. And for some reason, when I talk to people that aren't into hunting or don't really understand the type of world that I've like surrounded myself in, the world I live in, it kind of shocks them a little bit that that's all we eat that I've never bought ground beef from the store. Right. That's shocking to a lot of people because that's like in their grocery list every week. Yeah. It, and that, to and, me, it's and, crazy.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and by the way, it, it's not cheaper than ground beef <laughs> because we all spend thousands of dollars a year yeah. on our sport, passion, feeding, babysitting deer, buying gear, yep. whatever it is. So, we know it's not cheaper, but the point is here, at some point, you may not be able to go get ground beef, right? Yep, yep. So to the extent you want to feed your family and do it and learn how to do it, you know, the other thing is I enjoy making it. So right. so it becomes a whole nother experience for me. I'm on a, a page called The Plated Harvest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All we do is share recipes all day long That's uh, awesome. for it. So now I get to go out, dock the meat, do whatever I'm doing, you know, harvest it, which is super special and Mm -hmm. and you almost every time you do it because you because you you understand somebody gave a life for you, right? So it's special feeling. And then you get to come back, you get to process it. So Mm -hmm. you get to decide whether you want to make sausage out of it or ground beef for roast. Yeah. And then you get to sit with your friends and your family and go, okay, what I make tonight. So I'm gonna make a a roast. I'm gonna make Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. I'm gonna make spaghetti you know, there's a right. gazillion different recipes, obviously. Um, and it becomes a, another special experience to share it all again.
0: So, Absolutely. It, it's yeah. funny you say that. Like, I used to hang out. Well, I, I'd say almost ni- – say 98% of my fr- close friends and friends that I would ever have over are all hunters. So when I have, like, people over and I cook for everybody or my wife cooks for everybody, yeah. it's always venison. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is good. But it's not shocking to them that what it is. but. Almost as good a feeling as, like, having a successful hunt is having a non-hunter or someone who's never had wild game eat a dish that you made and be like, dang, this is good. And I found my one recipe that my wife and I and my dad all make that is kind of that segue to get people like, man, deer meat's amazing. It's just a cheese venison dip. It's ground venison Uh, with cheese and chips. and, And there's some other ingredients in there. And it's so good that that's, like, the one thing that pulls the non-hunters that don't ever eat wild game. It pulls them into our world and makes them want to know more about it, you know, especially if you're in a party situation. Yep. It gets people asking questions.
1: Yep. How did you do this? Where would it come from? I had, of course, one of the great great last sporting events we had was the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Now you look back on it. <laughs> right. That I had 25 people over for the Super Bowl. I made these two giant pots of elk chili. Oh, awesome! Almost every person there had a second or third bowl, and they're like, "Oh my god, what is this?" You know? Yeah. And so you just get an opportunity to go do that. Of course, it makes you feel good about it because you harvested it, but uh, it does open up a whole new world to people.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a good feeling, man. It's um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's just kind of a I thing that shouldn't be so off everyone's radar, but it, it is. In, yeah. in general, it is kind of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't really live. And there's in... public
1: land open to everybody. Yep. And by God, if you just do a little bit of work, they'll find a hundred love to share you his own private deal. He spent thousands of dollars getting ready just to take you in and go enjoy a morning.
0: Yeah, yep. for sure. And for the record, for anyone that wants to dive in, you know, we spend a lot of money on it because we we live it, right? Like, it's the only thing I'm into. Yeah. I dump everything, all my time, my money, all right, my passion is hunting. If you were just wanting to get meat and you didn't have the interest to dive that in, you can do it for fairly cheap if you wanted. Um, yeah. But I have a feeling once you get into it, you're going to, you'll find a love for it. I feel like we've been speaking this whole episode to non-hunters which you know is always good if a non-hunter listens to the podcast because we can maybe reel them in a little bit. But I think if you are a regular listener, which I'm assuming most of everyone is if you made it this through, through this episode, share this with someone that maybe doesn't hunt. They can learn a little right. bit about the ozone side of things and then learn a little bit about the wild game and then maybe draw an interest to them to get into hunting.
1: Absolutely. And I will just tell you, if anybody ever messages me on Facebook, I return the message in six hours so if people have questions about this episode or what's going on i am there
0: that's awesome man. absolutely that's a yep. big deal to say that too man you're you're a busy busy guy i mean i i look up to you uh, from a hunting standpoint from a business standpoint in this whole industry um you've you've taken you, you took the hunting industry over man honestly
1: well that, that's kind of the yeah, i look up to you for I'm um, putting up with Steve.
0: <laughs> Thank so. you. It's been tough. I hope. No, I'm on the you, brink you, of giving you, up.
1: You guys have done some really special things too. So I love the partnership and and appreciate uh, where we are and we get to share time. And uh, I hope we're in turkey camp this spring together. And And honestly, everybody should be in turkey camp this spring. It's what we should be doing in the middle of the woods with our friends right now.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, if – If I'm invited to Turkey Camp in Kansas, I might have to make some arrangements to be in Kansas. Come do
1: it. First weekend of May. Come, come, hanging with us. My daughter's we'll birthday is May third, so. <laughs> Ooh, that's so much. You know, celebrate early. <laughs>
0: her first birthday. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's why I applied She'll, for fifth. She's
1: not going to remember it. It'll be fun.
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. I got fifth season Illinois <laughs> oh, and God. second season Illinois before and after the birthday weekend. So I know maybe I'll miss <laughs> the, her second the, birthday. <laughs>
1: uh, you know what? The truth is, God bless our spouses and uh, the people that are special with us. No kidding. Uh, um, for one enjoying what we do to putting up with us because if we could do it we'd spend 24 7 in the woods but they let us spend way more time than we we probably <laughs> oh, yeah. uh should so oh, yeah. yeah we're all we're all really blessed to have people that care about us
0: yeah it's so, uh my wife works overtime on the the coolness factor because i shut the door on the studio to record yeah, podcasts and i'm gone you're a lot
1: hunting and then now you're two hours every night a little of a
0: room right talking to yourself yeah that's that's yeah. what i do man but it, yeah. you know she gets it she gets what i'm passionate about it be, you know i don't watch football i don't watch sports i'm hunting you know that's all i do so yeah. uh, you know i could be into all that stuff but i'm not so i i I'm, i appreciate her i try to tell her that as much as possible and uh maybe in 20 years she'll be burnt on me leaving from october to january but uh we'll see yeah <laughs> but then by then i'll be able to take my daughter hunting so then it's all good
1: yeah, that's the best part of it. So. Well, I don't want to keep you from your family all night. I really appreciate you letting me be on tonight. Talk about it a little bit, and, of course. And stuff. So you know, it's a crazy time. So it is crazy. Again. Well,
0: I appreciate, I appreciate you. Appreciate the partnership. Sorry, we didn't have the whole working class crew on this one. Next time, that's right.
1: I'll see them soon. I'm sure.
0: I saved you from Br- Steve.
1: All right, bring him turkey
0: camp we'll see we'll see about that you can you can you can take responsibility all right guys everyone thanks for listening to the podcast we appreciate the hell out of you share this one up if you would maybe get a new hunter involved get them interested and you know what to do go shoot your bow we love you.